Hey everyone, this is Daisy's Not Live. I'm Scott. And we all. And we are here to review Bollywood movies and serials. And uh, we've got a we've got a short but sweet program today. We're all wanted to tell you Well, we got um, a new movie to review, and that is Shahistan, which is a which is a star. And uh, we actually found it very interesting. It, it's an interesting watch. Then we will review Love and Shukla, which is a Telugu movie, but we found it really interesting. It is playing on Amazon. And of course, then we will, apart from adding uh, to uh, the Shorin Anoki fandom's uh, weekly podcast, this week they spoke about why Indian families are so rooted in the idea of sacrifice as a way of life. We will also put in some excerpts of our interview with Shori and Anoki, which is the Bhatma and Karanveer Sharma. And uh, we had a chat with them a few days back and what they thought about their roles and how nuanced their roles were and how difficult what is, was it to play such amazing characters that they play. So uh, back to you, Scott. Okay. So we're going to start with Shadistan. And okay, so give us the premise of Shadistan and then I'll, I'll review it. Well, this is about, you know, different, I think it's about these three different women and their, and their life story and how, uh, how one shouldn't judge the other and they are living their lives and their, their character arcs, if I may call them. And, uh, and, and how, uh, you know, even though, uh, even though they, they all are, you know, in their little, uh, they're in their little challenges, how, they, when they start talking to each other, see each other's lives as as regressive, where, you know, they have ideas about each other's lives when they're not living each other's lives. Yet, when they kind of start relating to each other, they see they kind of have reasons for why they're there. So I think that is uh, what I made of it. And uh, why don't you give us a few sentences about like how it's like what the story is like what is on the surface how does it how does it play out what is the story so, about so it's about uh, Kriti Kulhari who is uh, who works for a band she she is a band member and she uh, with her band are on a road trip and they pick up this family uh, also who are going for the same wedding. And this family is mother, husband, and daughter, and husband's very controlling of the daughter. And then they realize that the daughter is literally going to the wedding to get engaged and married to somebody. And she's really young and she's not up to it and she's depressed about it. And she literally wants to kill herself and run away. So they start talking about how re regressive and repressive that entire process is while having a, trying to have a chat with the mother because they see that even the mother is pretty you know she, she, the the mother of the daughter is also pretty uh, scared of the father so that's how the story progresses and how they kind of kind of unravel each other unravel each other's lives in that entire journey yeah it's a it's a road trip in in, in many respects it's a very simple movie right it starts in one point they all get on a bus and they go to a second point and in between a bunch of stuff happens and um, I mean that's that's really about what the, you know, the it does, in the simplest form what the story is, and I got to say, I um, I really liked this movie even though there were several times when I just rolled my eyes and thought, oh the stereotypes like for example it opens with this rock band, and I have always had a I always thought that um, sports and concerts are look terrible in movies they they just like this concert this show that they were putting on it felt like a movie it didn't feel like a show it didn't feel like a concert like i've been to a lot of shows and they don't i don't know it just it was hokey it was kind of hokey and um but anyway they get in this kooky bus that's got middle fingers everywhere and spray painted crap and you know they're all very uh there's this implication that they're they all sort of sleep around together and they drink and they smoke and they, you know, and then they got the uptight family and it's oil and water. And there's a lot of, you know, very uptight, you know, the father's uptight, the mother's uptight, the young woman, the daughter is, is just this, uh, dead inside because she knows she's going to this, to be married off and she doesn't has, she has no interest in it. So in many respects, it was like, it was stereotypical. It was kind of, corny and yet i really like this movie like i 
I, I didn't, I wasn't constantly checking my watch or the clock to see when it was going to be over. And I can't, I can't really explain why I can't really explain what it is about this story that I enjoyed. Um, but I, I liked the movie and I think a lot of it revolves around the main character, the singer in the band who was in criminal intent season two, criminal minds, criminal intent season criminal two, critical hurry. Yeah, she she looks like first of all she looks like Sandra Bullock, which is always a, a good thing. And uh secondly, I liked her character much more than I liked her in uh Criminal Minds. Um do you remember we talked about her character like it was just like all she did was suffer. Like she, all she did was go, "Oh, I don't want to talk." But in this movie she was she was uh a little judgmental. She was a little grumpy, she was a little sweet, she was a little world-weary and wise. And I really liked her character. And I think the movie, right when it needed it, they had that stop at their friend's place and they drank some opium laced tea and got high and everyone relaxed. And it was right about the time where, okay, uptight father doesn't like them smoking. Uptight father doesn't like them drinking. Daughter is unhappy. We've, we've established that this is an oil and water doesn't mix group of people in this bus. And then, and then they get high <laughs> and, and they, you know, they go off and um, by the time they get to the wedding, you feel like something's going to crack. And I didn't, I, I don't know, tell me what you think, because there was a part of me that thought, I, we can't spoil it. We, we can't spoil the ending because at the very, very end, some really interesting things happen. And totally. it, I, I have to say, again, I, I, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> I, I I thought maybe I thought maybe there would be a mild synthesis between you know the the cool be hey man just relax and society and it it was a pretty dramatic ending and I gotta say um, I wasn't expecting it I thought it was an excellent ending and um, I I really like now that I'm thinking about it I really liked this movie and and there were parts where I just you know oh god. So good on them for coming up with this film that, that uh, it, was, it was beautiful. Like it was beautifully shot. It was the performances. I, I almost said the performances were great. They weren't. Some of the performances were actually kind of stereotypical and annoying. And it was still a good movie. Do you, Moral, do you understand what I'm trying to communicate about how it was stereotypical and at the same time really a good movie? Like, do, do, you, do you get what I'm saying? So, so yeah, some of the characters were, were so cookie cut, like the rock yeah. band characters. We see them all the time. You take a rock band movie and these yeah. people yeah. are the yeah. same, right? They, they act drink, the same way as the drugs. And the, day. Yeah. yeah, and the creative. So you give them the latitude of, you know, the, the great people, but they're creative and they are like this. Sorry, but, you know, this is it, right? But, but hey, uh, there are two, two ends to it as I look at it. There is this end where... Uh, you know, we're always, we are judgmental as people. And however much we tell ourselves, we try not to be judgmental. We still, there is a little uh, machine that goes on inside our heads and we're judging. Though on the exterior, we're trying to tell ourselves we shouldn't judge. We're still judging, right? So, uh, so, 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 yeah, that's a second nature to all of us. We will slot people, we will judge, and we will, we will act with people the way we judge them. Right? We yeah. will react to them. We will prejudge. And it's very difficult to take judgment away, even when we tell people, oh, we're not judging you. It's very difficult to take the basic biases away. So they they were they were totally pre-biased about each other, given yes, what they, they did and yes, how they, they dressed and how they were behaving. They They came with their biases. But the story was about just because you have your biases doesn't mean... Um, I'm not empowered. It's just like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how I looked at it. I've lived in countries where w you, you would say women don't have rights. And you would say women don't have rights because they dress a certain way. They have to act a certain way. In society, they don't have the rights that men might have. And they are, the, the press on them is that the, the, uh, that they, probably are are the subjugated part of those societies but then when you get to know them really well um and, and intimately you realize they're more even more empowered than we are because in their little 
world, they have created a, a little empowerment zone and whatever their aspirations are, they're reaching them, but they're not creating a big, uh, big parade out of it. Hmm. So they, they educate themselves and they get all the degrees that they want and they get the jobs that they want and they're balancing their lives and they're traveling where they want and they're not really making a big, uh, big ad out of it. Hmm. And you realize they're really empowered, but they're not marketing their empowerment. And I hear what you're saying, and I think I know exactly what you're talking about in the movie. And I have I have specifically and intentionally stayed away from the main topic of the, like this is this is a, a yet another story about women and women's rights, and in Indian society in particular. And I thought the tension ratcheted up just with every scene. We just got a little closer. And I thought, I, I we like, we, we, we cannot get too deep into this story because, or to the specifics of it, because otherwise we're going to spoil it. And, and so I have to say that I didn't see it. I saw it coming, but not to that extent. So it was a really good ending. I see what you're saying about people don't always advertise. What you're saying is the mom, if I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying the mom had her power and she was liberated in her own way. But she wasn't using it uh, openly. She wasn't, or she yeah, wasn't, yeah, she yeah. wasn't, she wasn't yeah. making an ad out of using yeah, it. Yeah, she was yeah. using it very, in a very subdued way, in a very controlled way, when she wanted to, how she wanted to, when she felt she had the choice. She, she always had the choice. Yeah, she always had yeah. a choice. She decided not to for other reasons. So, but but then, okay, you're right. But then the whole right. thing blows up, you know. It, and and we we got to stop there, right? We've got it. We can't. Absolutely, go this is going to be a spoiler. But what what's the verdict? The verdict is absolutely see it. Do not be turned off by the cookie cutter. Do not be turned off by the weird stereotypes and like whenever you have a rock band. Morale's right. Whenever you have a rock band, you identify all the characters, the pseudo rebels and all that. Don't let that turn you off. It was a little annoying to me, but oh, this is a really good, the more I think about it, the more I talk about it, the more I like it. It was a really good movie. Beautiful, fun to watch. Um, yeah, thumb, double thumbs up. Uh, enthusiastic. Watch it. All right. So uh, Perfect. And did you, did you miss K.K. Menon KK in Menon. between all that? Who was that? Special ops guy. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. He walked in, you know, when they stopped for the the friend, the the king. Yes, I I yes, okay, all right. How can you have missed him in this entire review? <laughs> I I missed him in the review when I when I was watching, I'm like, hey, it's that guy. I've I've watched so many things in such a compressed amount of time that names very often escape me. But yes, he was great in that tiny cameo. He he made me when he was welcoming everyone and he talked them off the bus, we talked the family off the bus. I got to say, man, I was like, I wish I were there. He was so charismatic and so welcoming and so hospitable. I wished that I had been at that place to have him just like put his arm around me, give me some tea, make me feel welcome. He was, he was great. Yeah. 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 He's that kind of guy. Yeah, he? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this is Tasher. You are now tuned in to Daisies.Live. Let's go. Start over. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Daisies.Live, this is Scott, and we're back. I'm here with Moral, and we just got done giving a, a, a warm praise to Shadistan. Uh, and now we're turning to a movie, Love and Shukla. And I can't even give the premise. I would give I would give the premise and let you do the review, but I can't even give the premise. I know nothing about this. So tell us, tell us the premise and then give us your review. Let's hear it. Well, it's a film of a newly married, sexually inexperienced Shukla who brings home his bride to his parents living in a in a in a Mumbai chawl. Chawl is is like a one room apartment in in a in a tenement, if you may call it. All the life stories of people from humble, crowded, uh, you know, homes like that have been have been spoken about and and filmed since the nineteen seventies. This special guy Shukla is uh, is just 
it's a beautifully told story actually and you know so the director of the movie is a guy called Jantala Siddharth and this story is written by Amanda Mooney so what they try to establish at the beginning of the movie is that Shukla is a Brahmin and he's the top caste in India but why the caste takes a specific mention is to perhaps reveal how many lives of the upper castes are not what they used to be earlier, in the, especially in the bigger cities. In this millennium, given that they also have to struggle, <laughs> it's not like before. Therefore, in this movie, Shukla is an auto driver. Uh, you know, the three, the yellow black auto, not the auto, the other auto, but the Indian yellow black auto. And so he's a auto driver. He is a passive, sensitive, gentleman, mannish guy, and he gets married. And all he wants is a space alone with his wife. So Shukla is played by this actor called Harsh Kumar Shukla, and he's a he he's he's he he wants to spend some time with his wife, so he takes his wife to a lodge hotel room um, just to spend some romantic moments with her, but. Uh, the cops come okay. there and and they refuse to believe that they're married and uh, that's when this entire story gets started and you know this the, the entire family falls apart because they're caught by cops so so it's just that's how the story progresses um the casting is fabulous um the family has been casted very well. The sisters are nosy. The stereotypical sisters. The mother is dominating. The bride is coy. And of course, in this this gentlemanly Shukla, because all he wants is to spend time with his wife. So um, he takes the beatings of the cops. He gets cheated and wounded by strangers. And he keeps calm. And he talks to everyone with respect. And, you know, it just shows that... Despite his socioeconomic status, and uh, you know, he just wants to be a normal guy, irrespective of the fact that he hasn't been dealt with the right um, cards at the point in time. So uh, that's his story. It's 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 just a beautiful slice of life story. I really liked it. Uh, so if you have time, you can watch it on Amazon. It's uh, it's it's really beautifully put together. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, I'm Priyadarshini and you're watching me on Desis.live. Desis.live, this is Scott and I'm back here with Moral. We just got done doing a short and sweet review of Love and Shukla on Amazon. She loved it. Um, and now we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about one of your all-time favorite, all-time favorite subjects in the world, in the universe of content. <laughs> Shoria Orinoki Kikahani. Cannot get enough. Off these have? guys. No, yeah. And, and, and so we have, we've had several interviews as part of our show. What is today's interview going to be about? So, so tell me before I, before I begin, were you able to catch up on the show? <laughs> no, I mean, I've watched a few. Um, I am just a little bit behind. You are. Now, I have your friend Zayn all the way caught up to the extent that he calls me after the episode to, to discuss like to the a, episode. Yeah, to talk about. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. So, so you know how we used to do it when we'd watch Friends or Seinfeld? We'll just, we'll just go down yeah. and start talking about the episode. Repeat he does the that. Funny lines, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The funny lines and, you know, the special, you know, the special you know, the ideas or special actions. He does that. He he completely identifies with Shorya for some reason. He thinks he's Shorya or Shorya's him. And oh, now, boy. every time he watches the episode, he calls me and he's like, did you see it? And that's exactly what I would have done. <laughs> Damn, dude, we're here. So, Shorya had this moment last week where he realized that Anoki had broken up with him because his uh, his uncle had threatened Anoki. And when he realizes that Shorya is angry and he tells Anoki, who the hell do you think I am? Am I somebody you give away? Am I something, something you give away to charity? I'm a human being. Who told you? Who gave you the right to break us up? So he has this very 
impassionate fight with Anoki where he questions the entire idea of sacrifice. Who the hell are you to sacrifice us? It's the two of us. You're not in this relationship alone. It is the two of us. And that entire, you know, that's what we wanted from the show. We wanted the show to question this entire trope of women sacrificing their lives for people all the time. And it did. And it was so beautifully written that after that, after that episode was over, I think I just sat there and everybody else did. And we were like, thank you. We needed this. We need this. This reckoning was, was long due because we need to question the fact that why can't we look at life, especially, you know, Vedic cultures come from sacrifice. Whoever sacrifices is the bigger one. Is, is the concept. We don't come from love and compassion. We come from pain and sacrifice. Unless we're pained and we're crying and we're sacrificing and we're inconvenienced, we're not big. We're not great. Greatness is achieved. Divinity is achieved because we sacrifice. Divinity is not achieved because we love. So we, saw, we were questioning that. And this week, we actually, on the podcast, we actually put that as a subject and we kind of discussed that as a topic in terms of how do we change our DNA as a society to love and compassion and move it away from pain and suffering because we don't want to achieve greatness if we're crying, if we're pained. And what is the whole idea of, of pain and suffering and, and when when you're you're not happy, right? right? If happiness is where we're going with all of this. So so those were the questions we had and those were exactly the questions Shorinoki had in, in there. In, in their week as well. So um, uh, I, I thought it was so well written. We were extremely happy with the way the show, show was presenting itself. And what I want to also do, apart from playing a part of the podcast here, I also wanted to play parts of the interview that we had with both Debatma Saha and Karnveer Sharma, the actors that play Shar Shar Nanoki that completely embody these characters so well on television that um, young people and old people alike all over the world have fallen in love with them. I know that for sure because we hosted a watch party for the fandom over the weekend and, and both Karan and Debatma both came to the party and they, they were with us for over an hour talking to the fans and it was perhaps one of the best watch parties and fan interactions that I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. And it was so real. It was so sincere and honest. And to see these people really touch lives of so many young people and give them hope and, and show them the direction in, in the characters that they play was so unbelievably awesome, Scott. I mean, you could see how the little, not even the little girls, but the older people as well were like, you know, you really give us hope because you're changing the way we're thinking. Mm. Welcome everybody. We're here again with the ladies from Shorinoki Kahani Fan Club. Girls, how was this week for you? Uh, like, how do we say it? Mixed feelings. I mean, we liked some bits, we didn't like some bits, and you are very vocal about the bits you didn't like, and we are also very vocal about things we didn't like. So let's, you know, discuss all those. Absolutely. I know this week was very hectic for you. You guys had a had a lovely event yesterday where uh, we were we were there as well. Daisy's Alive organized it for you. And um, and then you had a very emotional week as well. Of course, ups and downs in Shorin and Noki's relationship. And of course, Noki made a cardinal error. And why we call it a cardinal error is because she made a mistake that no one in a committed relationship should ever make. And why we say it, because uh, in a partnership, you never take a one-sided decision. And that's what we feel about it. And we'll come to how you guys feel about it and in, in a bit. Uh, she took a one-sided decision about their lives uh, that impacted Shoria in a very big way without really having a conversation with him. The best thing for her would have been to be honest with her about with him about it and then act together as a team to sort their issues out but she did not if you do not care that someone else is controlling some of the decisions in your life some of your life's choices and if these decisions made do not harm you then it's probably not a big deal in fact 
It could make life a little simpler because you do not have to bother yourself with the details of things you do not know or care about. However, if the decisions made net consequences to you that are harmful, then choices are you will resent this, her making these decisions without conferring with you. Our society and probably the scriptwriter as Shorinoki Kahani may hold an umbrella of romanticism and sacrifice over this action of Anoki. But in these dynamics, specifically, Anoki fundamentally acted as if she was the only person in the relationship. She had no interest in and fundamentally no regard for the preferences, experience and welfare of the other person. And therefore, she made decisions for Shorya without checking for his preference and choices. These are classified as abusive relationships in psychology and an extension of power and control in unilateral decision making. Anoki abused Shorya's trust and her disregard for his state of mind was not a welcome watch. It was not sacrifice. It wasn't romantic. She disrespected him. He walked all over their lives, emotions, love and compassion in the romanticism to save them. It was dishonest to their relationship where they did not agree to explicitly it to that saving. The decisions should have come from the person who has to live those decisions. Here we are with the ladies, Sumi, Shreya, and uh, Manushi, and of course, Supriya. But before we get into this discussion and uh, have a heated one at that, because we don't, of course, all agree to all of this. Shreya, let's talk about what happened in the week. You're mute. The mute uh, week started with a high of, you know, Shorya and Anoki's relationship finally, you know, getting out in public and, you know, Anoki Shorya mending his way with his mother. That was a really heartwarming episode. Anoki, you know, on the other hand, fighting, fighting her own battles with the you know, administration, like standing up against Alok and Sage for her relationship and, you know, taking no shit from there, them and their judgment which was uh, really good. And then it went downhill when, you know, Paige finally blackmailed her. So I think Paige is the formidable villain we all are looking for in this show. He's the main antagonist. You know, Devi and Shagun and Ahir didn't pan out as good villains, but he turned out to be quite the adversary. So yeah, his words affected Anoki a lot. Like she had, you know, her, his words ringing in her every decision she made after that. So that was the turning point this week, Tej uh, and Anoki's conversation, and after which the way Anoki reacted and, you know, Shorya's breakup, her heartbreak was really painful to watch. So it was a really uh, painful week for the fans, but we are hoping the next one will be better with uh, Shorya now finally taking things in, like, in his own hand and, you know, not taking any shit from anyone. So he has made that very clear to even Anoki that, you know, he'll make her thing where she's wrong. You know, you, he'll make her realize her mistake. So that's a welcome change for her. Well, well summarized. But do you think she got blackmailed because, um, what reason do you think hit her most? It was because she thought she didn't want to be the reason for his destruction. She thought that she... Uh, was it because she would be the reason for his destruction or because she thought that even if, you know, she goes ahead, ahead and challenges Tej, at some point in time, Shorya would regret it. So that's the thing that happens in most relationships. You, you know, second guess yourself and your partner's uh, commitment to you. See, the right now, uh, Shorya and Anoki are in that honeymoon phase of, you know, love. And Anoki has always been shown that practical person. Shorya is Surprisingly, Shorya has been shown the more emotional factor in this relationship. So he's shown more idealistic and more optimistic for the relationship rather than Anoki. And because of that, you know, that like at the sight of any uh, hurdle, Anoki is the first one to leave and you know run away. So that's why we all were, you know, skeptical about her, you know, uh, response. Rightfully, we placed our trust in her, but at the end, she still, you know, didn't quite. Uh, match up to Shorya's commitment in that relationship. If she would have, she would have told when Shorya points and asks her, if anyone from my family has approached you and said something, you should tell me right now. She lied to him. 
and that's not a thing you do to a partner you trust because if she would have told him sure i sure would have you know taken a stand for her she should have put that trust in him and see sure is a rich person in his own sense he doesn't need the family money he's a well respected economist on his own so he they could have shown that aspect also that after leaving his home he's struggling he's struggling for you know find his way so that could have been an interesting track for the show as well you know explore how to uh, get independent and away from the family so i think uh, they tried to you know do it for the drama bit they could have taken it more interesting tone but let's see what uh, how this pans out so so sumi um i think that's a good perspective that that shreya just put forward sumi uh don't don't you think uh, given given how how normally out of the box um i know he is supposed to think don't you think this was weird of her for her not to think out of the box here for her to um to succumb to blackmail she's never been blackmailed before and for her to uh, to give in to take like that to uh, to do something of this sort not to not to go around the not to solve the problem in an, in a, in an innovative way this is the first time uh, the anoki that we know would never have done this completely out of character right yes uh, also i think she is a person who likes to you know who gets influenced whenever it comes to that uh, sort hanging on a relationship she is ready to believe the worst of a relationship i mean you know you always see her sure is the one who believes in the relationship that they will fight together and at the first hurdle that she finds she is ready to believe that things will go wrong because i know it could be because of the you know i'm not justifying her action i do not agree with her actions at all just trying to understand what you know what thought she had at that moment because of the way she has been brought up seen all these damaged relationships and where people are always regretting their life decisions you know she has she has never seen a relationship which has actually succeeded she has only seen failures in relationships so for her it's very easy to believe that anything might go wrong in future and relationship is going to fall she has that thought process in her mind so when it came to her studies she fought with it when it came to her career she was okay i will fight but when it came to shores career and shores reputation and she thought you know he has worked so hard for it for you know for so long and this this is his uh, ambition this is his dream and what if i tell him right now even if suppose she would have told him that time yes she lied to him she should not have done but if she would have if she would have told him shores would have made her understand and she would have agreed to shores condition and she would she would i mean she would uh, you know not agree to tej blackmail but then what happens after like 5 years down the line then what if shore regrets this decision that he has made so not for her it is very easy to believe that things are going to fall in the relationship very easily she needs to have that trust on her her love for shore and for shore on shore's love for her i mean that is i think the crux of the problems that the mistakes that she done all throughout the show that you know uh, even the first time when she went back and she 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 thought that she should go away from sorry the the fundamental issue is there is still a lack of trust that she has that you know we are going to solve situations together because she's never seen couples in her life solving situations together she has only seen failures so uh, it's a mistake and yes it was little out of character definitely i mean she should have not succumb at least talk to her uh, talk to shore because till now they have always communicated well you know there is hardly any scope of misunderstanding this is the first show where we do not get misunderstanding with the view, viewers you know we are we are like okay, maybe now you know there there is a rift that will be created and like within two episodes everything gets sorted out so uh, <laughs> yes it is it is out of character but i think uh, little bit somewhere i understand her point of view i do not agree but i think yeah there is there is this this lack of trust and she is really scared that relationships are very easy to fall she has not seen a strong relationship that will survive everything together you know that that how it should should be it come what may you survive she has not seen so she has to learn now this is the relationship whatever people say just stand your ground and fight together 
टूगेदर लाइक वॉट आस्था से कुछ लड़ाइया साथ में लड़ी जाती है दैट इज एक्चुअली लेस फॉर शौर्य एंड मोर फॉर अनोखी that that is more for anokhi so i uh, we are pretty sure that she is going to learn that in a hard way she is going to regret and but she is going to learn all right well that's let's let's take a look absolutely here we go <clears throat> hi guys hi what's up we're uh, we grade pehle to sabse pehle bachao you have crazy fans Oh and God. we're going mad we're going absolutely crazy because aapke fans ne humko pagal kar diya hai literally pagal kar diya we love all of you that is so sweet yeah. they That's are so they are they are absolutely beautiful they're amazing for the last 4 weeks now wow. we've been hosting your fans every yeah. weekend yeah. every weekend for something or the other and they are just fabulous so tonight hamara tonight or aapka tomorrow morning we <laughs> a watch party for your special episode i guess yes. so right. they are registered they're ready to go they're bringing their you know whatever else and they they are mm. they're wow. all that's set a for of, a that's... 6 am drop this is so exciting yeah we love this is crazy exciting but 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 remember one thing hotstar usa hotstar usa gets a pat um, a little pat i mean we call it the airport pat um hotstar india drops at 6 uh, 6 am india time but hotstar usa takes maybe 10 minutes more to okay. to get the episode up always late Uh, we call it the the quintessential yeah. airport pat <laughs> but they get it up. so we'll start a little late but but fans are going to be there they're all watching wow. it together because oh this is so amazing excited for this episode i'll tell you something um this is going to be you know there's obviously because you've put it across like that so the i mean <laughs> the pressure ye to bechara party sunke khush ho gaya hai ki party main se party ke liye khush tha mujhe nahi pata tha ki uske baad itna pressure aane wala hai main after that i'm like oh my god there's going to be a lot of pressure for us in for moving forward but uh, i'll tell you what we've um, uh, worked in conditions which are not favorable पागल हो गई I love you guys too. और इससे मगर पटन खुलेगा तो खुलने दो। तो अब तो मुझे भी शर्म आ रही है, please. So listen, now I want I want to ask you some very very important questions because we are we are literally um we are overwhelmed yeah. with the content that right. your show has uh, brought brought to us literally because. आपके फैंस बहुत इन्वॉल्व है आपके कंटेंट के साथ एंड आप आई डोंट नो हाउ यू वांट टू डू दिस बट आई एम गोइंग टू कम विद रियली हैवी क्वेश्चंस फर्स्ट सो दिस इज गोइंग टू बी अ डिफिकल्ट टेस्ट इज दैट ओके ऑल राइट सो फर्स्टली फर्स्टली सो फर्स्टली um uh, your content is really good and yeah. uh, I, i think a lot of girls a lot of lot of uh, fans also kind of align with it so a lot of uh, so what started happening was pehle to uh, i think i think we we got uh, the fans got our attention with um they were doing a challenge on twitter singing your theme song so uh, i think a couple of them approached um, approached us and said can we come and sing it on on your radio show and we said fine come on over so they actually came and did that entire um thing on our radio show they actually came and sang on our show wow and we we gave them we gave them we gave them some time and then uh, while they were doing it we asked them so what what makes you align with the show and it turned out to be an hour of content so what we did was we put it out together as a separate uh, separate episode and we put it out on on a podcast as well you can download it from apple google or or spotify right now it's out there 
So that was a super hit. They were, um, I mean, it was just amazing. But because of that alignment, they started coming back every week talking about not only what they saw in the episodes and what, 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 uh, what they aligned with and what they liked, what they didn't like, they started analyzing characters. They started looking wow. at character drafts and it was crazy because they, uh, they literally, they come into it as a, you know, like a PhD thesis. And we oh, were basically we stumped because you don't go this deep into characters uh, of a ITV show. I mean, we've never seen that happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, literally they're sitting, there, they're, they're sitting there and they, they're coming in panels. Uh, they they wow. created panels, your fandom created panels. The, the middle of the night, because we record on Saturdays at like noon our time, which is like 12.31 a.m. your time. And they're coming in panels. They're, 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 they're doing this all organically. They're coming to record and then they're doing character graphs and then they're coming with social issues. So one, uh, one weekend they came and they discussed uh, domestic violence because that was a week that domestic violence is discussed in your show. And that was crazy. And yeah. we ended up doing an entire hour of domestic violence. And that yeah. is a topic relevant to the uh, Indian American community. Absolutely, here. absolutely. We have a lot of domestic violence happening here. We do get a lot of expats. We do get a lot of people coming in from India, from different stratas of the society, the engineers, the H-1Bs. Mm -hmm. And there is a, there's a big societal gap that we look at here as well. So domestic violence is a very prevalent issue here. Absolutely. So our North American audience looks at that very, in a very serious manner too. Absolutely. So glad that people are like, you know, mm -hmm. voicing it and, and, you know, people, um, you know, our, our creators, you know, they've made that one of the elements. And uh, generally in, like you said, in ITV, you know, everything as such uh, happens, but it happens just to play to the galley, you know? Here, yeah. it's it's very real. Like, even if you see the taking, you know, like, even the short taking, you know, it's it's so real. And if, if I don't know if people noticed it so far. Yeah. Like, when, when I was missing, I was missing out. Generally, it's always the hero coming in and saving the heroine and, you know, the, you know, that whole dynamic. Typical, yeah, yeah, totally. But it was literally Anoki saving Shorya, you know, and that's sure. how it should be, you know, because I think, in the end, it's only the woman who saves a man. <laughs> Let's be honest. And, and, and you know, they, they did an you know? entire episode on why why middle class girls are so yeah. uh, demonized in Indian TV serials you know, and why that needs to change. Every girl has a fighter within. You know, Absolutely. every girl can Absolutely. fight if they want to. You know, if you know they should raise their voice if they think something is wrong and yeah. if you know, and that's what, you know, every girl has that, you know, fighter within themselves. Like, they just need to open up and they just need to let the world know, you know, of what they can do. So, so true. I mean, so so this actually tells you how much you guys and the content that you guys have and your characters are resonating with your fans and how they align with you. I mean, they're so emotional about your characters. Um, the question I have is, how do you balance that and and the TRPs? Because that's what your fans are most wor worried about. See, I think, uh, honestly, the TRP is balanced by the fans yeah. and the audience. Yeah. And the whole system, which I don't understand, English, but it's there. But uh, I just try balancing my performance, honestly. We, rather, you know, that's one of the things. And how we balance with fans, it's like, we try as much. We try our best, yeah. like, under, you know... Yeah, a lot of circumstances. Circumstances. Yeah. circumstances like we yeah. do try our best so that people can relate to Shorya and Anoki and I think we yeah. also try like connecting with fans yeah I fans I she's more into Instagram so <laughs> we try to balance it okay fantastic so my, my, my next question to you is um, uh, as as a as a woman protagonist who's very different from, you know, as, as other female protagonists, um, sorry, I mean, I, I don't have the experience of going through a lot, but my team tells me that you're very different from other female protagonists that 
have ever been there on Indian television. And that's why you strike a chord with the millennial Gen Z. Now with the Corona, the people that have come to life during Corona are going to be called Coronials. <laughs> really? Is there yeah, a term yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah, there's a term called Coronials. Seriously. This point. <laughs> so, so from that perspective from that perspective how do you how do you see this um how do you see this catch on with with mainstream because it's still not mainstream when when we see your character do something that's not mainstream there is this friction even with the fans in terms of why is she not crying uh, she's leaving her boyfriend why is she not crying they don't align with that properly they don't see the emotion they don't see yeah. The stereotypical, yeah. Yeah, it, the yeah. stereotype is, it's called the Rona Chaye, Kuni Rodi. Yes, I do. And we're like, if my breakup is done, I'm going to dance in the disco. It's good. 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 सबके mentally you know uh... okay <laughs> so but she has a point you know that the maturity level that she has matlab and and the courage shorya can you know behave uh, like oh bachcha kid sometimes ki you know ki nahi 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 please don't do this please she is she knows ki aage jaake kya hone wala hai she is the one who makes him understand hmm. most of the times ki see this is the reality come back to it even if it hurts she won't show it i mean wo na andar hi rehti hai so that you know you जब उसने परफॉर्म किया you know i have to give it up to good writing yeah. as well jab usne wo dialogue bola it like gave me like shivers you know as an as a performer we were so involved in that scene you know we were so like there after that the scene i was so happy and i she was, was like, exhausted you know because i was like you have like what and i was just saying that i was like boss kya kar diya usne and i look at my creator is he like i know to <laughs> like that so and and i told her this you know and i don't know if it was the right thing or wrong Sometimes you just need to feel like Anokhi, and every time I dress up like Anokhi, I feel that I am Anokhi. So you don't have to act; you know, it comes out naturally yeah. somehow. And about balancing, yeah, you know, when you are into the scene, you don't actually have to balance. You know, you're just too involved with the scene, and it automatically, yeah. you know. And trigger points होते हैं क्योंकि अगर आपको एक अच्छा एक्टर मिलता है ना तो काम आसान कर देता है. इसे मैं बोले basically you both are good actors. जितने भी No, you guys, you guys are great together. I've seen, I've seen some of your episodes. Not all, I'm sorry, but I have What's seen some of them. What's the reason? One phenomenal. Sorry. What's the reason? Yeah, I will be, I will be watching the watch party tonight. This is not live. This is Scott, and I'm back. And wow. Uh, okay. What an interview. It, it, it. A lot of the things that that they talked about are the same sorts of things that we looked at in Shadistan. right those conversations <laughs> between the singer and the mom and the daughter to a lesser extent but but between those two female characters the same subject it's the same same ideas 
Totally. Totally. I think I think the change has to come from within a community and what we've been successful in doing with this entire fandom that we work with, um, Scott, has been the fact that they, these girls, these ladies have become advocates for change. Mm -hmm. In a very short time, they are, they become the change makers and mm -hmm. slowly maybe they will become influencers, but they become change makers. And it's such a pleasure seeing them grow. And so it's such a pleasure hearing them, hearing them talk about these issues that are, that are very controversial otherwise very controversial to talk about and they have thoughts about it they have ideas and they have actions and and scott they are not big city girls they are tier two tier three city women who are still very young but for them to have education and thoughts and ideas around these things and and how they em embrace and accept and, and evolved uh is fabulous mm -hmm. isn't it yes yeah, that's great. I, I, I really, I'm impressed with the way uh, these young women can articulate uh, some extremely progressive ideas uh, that you wouldn't necessarily expect. And, and one of the reasons I say that is that it seems like every TV show and movie that I have watched coming out of India about these topics, it, there's so much uh, pushbacks, the wrong word. It's like there's a box. You know, mm -hmm. And 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 these women are finally starting to say, "God, get rid of the box, get rid of the box." And you can't just move, uh, you know, a society and change these rules and these thoughts. Not only that, like, and I keep coming back to it, like the mom said in Shadistan, it's it's not like it's all bad either, right? There there are things here that you don't like that you push back against, and yet they give me power as well. You know, so so there's a there's a there's a balance, there's a give and a take that goes on. And you know, I'm just I'm just a bystander, right? I, I'm just I'm just a guy just telling you what I see here, calling a few balls and a few strikes. Um, but I, it, it was really interesting listening to these young women talk about this and they are passionate and they are bright and they see this from all the different sides and it's uh it's fascinating. It's it's really interesting to to listen to them. Totally. This was this was such a brilliant uh, exercise to even interact with them. Yeah, yeah, and it's not it's not simple, right? It's like on a few things about it are really straightforward and easy to figure out, but there are there is give and take, and there are multiple angles and perspectives to look at this from, and so. Um, yeah, and, and you know the other the other thing that I really liked was when we were in the watch party. Uh, Karan said that Karan said that hey, keep giving us ideas because we're listening, and you you throw it out there and our team picks it up and we, we we put it into our script and we use it and not only that but we're listening all the time to your feedback. And that was so amazing because that is a very that, that's a very good sign of a very evolved team right there. And and they said that keep loving us and we'll keep changing changing the society. We'll keep changing the way things are done. Mm. All right. Well, uh, it was a <laughs> it, was, it was an interesting show. There was a, there was a heavy. It's a lot of heavy some heavy stuff in here. Anyway, well, you thought this was light though. <laughs> Light. It was light in terms of quantity, subjectively oh. and qualitatively. It was there were some heavy, heavy subjects here. But anyway, um, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, I had a look forward to next week's show, and uh, we look forward to having you back. I'm Scott. Andrea. And we look and we look forward to having Andrea, Shreya back she's, as well. She's out in surgery, but she definitely will be back next week. And we wish her all the best. Uh, I was talking to her last night, and. Um, Hopefully she's uh, going to be back with us next week. But anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, I'm Scott. I'm Iral. And this is Daisy's Live. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye bye.